character I didn't know what he was talking about the zipper heads I, I wasn't oh yeah oh definitely not our podcast I no. still don't Grant know Torino's what that is podcast. yeah that is just no I'm pretty sure that's Clint Eastwood in a drive through <laughs> oh. <laughs> I'm pretty sure that's him ordering KFC I'll fucking say it because we all know it's true. He is someone's racist grandpa <laughs> and dad. There are good movies and there are great movies, but that's not what we watch here because this is shitty cinema. Woo! We are four film masochists giving our take on the worst cinema we can find around our monthly theme to answer one simple question. Would you watch it again? I'm Jay, and I'm joined by Dave, Howdy. Casey, Yeehaw. and Juice. Get the fuck out of here. Juice, what's going on in this episode? This episode, we have a very special Cinemite Request episode. It's TRL, y'all. Oh, yeah. It's not. We get so many requests from all of our lovely Cinemites here that we decide to throw a couple in every now and again to spruce up our own selection. So this week, we had a very special request by our wonderful Rachel Prime. Prime? Is that like Optimus Prime, but Rachel Prime? No, 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 no. It's more like Superman Prime. Okay. Way cooler. Way cooler. Fight she me. won't turn into a truck, but she'll destroy that D if you know what I mean. <laughs> Backing it up. Beep, beep, they call beep, her pussy the beep, paper shredder. Beep. Oh. I call my dick the box cutter. <laughs> so gross. I'm sorry, Rachel. <laughs> you are forever affiliated with us. Welcome. Um, Welcome to our world. We are a smell you will never get out. <laughs> oh. Speaking of which. Rachel Prime has gifted us with Ned Kelly. Not and it was the, a gift. Not the 2003 shitty Orlando Bloom one. Like, you can't even spank to that. And that was when I was hard in my <laughs> Orlando Bloom. I had one of those purses that said Mrs. Bloom. You remember those? From yeah, the early 2000s? I do, Like Mrs. Pitt. Yeah. Yep. I was I look like a Von Dutch Paris Hilton, but fat and less tan. <laughs> anyway, she has gifted us with the 1970s Mick Jagger, Ned Kelly. I learned today that Mick Jagger did movies. Mm -hmm. Oh, yeah. He did more than one because I accidentally bought another <laughs> one that stars two Mick Jaggers. I, uh, wh I don't, what was the name of that? I don't know. We should watch it later. Yeah, yeah maybe. I mean, you already rented it. I, right. I've spent two ninety nine. That's uh, a lot of money. I can't get that back. As also, I'm... thanks to our Patreon subscriber, Jessica. Yeah, you're paying for this. Yeah, you, you actually <laughs> bought us $6 worth of movies today. Thank you so much. We will not waste the 299 one we will watch that anyway ned <laughs> kelly 1970 not only is it mick jagger but shell silverstein the child's author made the soundtrack which we'll get into later all hour and 40 minutes of it 43 minutes <laughs> 43. Down an elevator shaft because i'm last 13 minutes i'll tell you what all right casey we need an elevator pitch before we get any further so here's your setup the police are coming for you you've just rushed down into the basement you <laughs> cut up your boiler uh, to make yeah. a rudimentary suit of armor that you're going to head out and face them with. You're really fucked next winter. <laughs> that, yeah, I've actually true. been working on it a while. It's on a mannequin. It's I'm, very form-fitting. I'm very impressed. Thank You've got... You. Unfortunately, only about 10 seconds before you find out that boilers are not bulletproof. No, but no. that's also why there is no heat in the podcast room, just so you know. <laughs> oh, you guys, I had to make a boiler corset. Go on, David. So in the 10 seconds before you're gunned down, sell us on this movie. 
<laughs> I saw you waiting. Good, Taking good luck. three to open the beer. <laughs> Mick Jagger and his open mouth mugged their way across Australia committing crimes. Four seconds. Four seconds. Seven, because I had opened the beer. <laughs> oh, wow. Yeah, all right. All right. That was purposeful. I'm not Cardi B. <laughs> Let's talk about the movie that shitty cinema watched, okay? And the most important fact about Ned Kelly is that because Mick Jagger was making this film, this is cited as one of the reasons the Rolling Stones turned down an invitation to play Woodstock. No shit. Just I'll let you sit on that. Supposedly. Yeah, well, listen, Dave, I read it on the internet. Listen, it's clearly true. Yeah. I was not born enough to make it to Woodstock, so I'm glad we have this movie instead. So I support this decision. Yeah. Okay. All right. Suck it, Woodstock. You guys said Hendrix. Fuck off. <laughs> Fair. Ned Kelly opens with Ned Kelly the Outlaw, portrayed by Mick Jagger's strange-looking face, and it has an Amish beard attached to it, before he is about to get hanged. The noose goes over his head. The trap door opens. He begins to fall in record scratch. You're probably wondering how I got here. <laughs> I really <laughs> You're probably well, wondering how I got here. Dave, Dave, this is the movie that Shitty Cinema watched, right? So we get a flashback. Nettie just rolled up out of prison in Australia and heads to his Irish family farm in Three. Australia. I guess, where his mom has shacked up with a Californian and his 9,000 family members are jumping around their tiny farm celebrating. There's so many of them. There's so many of them. They're so, fucking Irish. Right, right. Ned tries to be all cool, just singing and being one of the many, many great folk songs in the movie when Officer Lonigan roofies Ned by pouring vodka or something into his beer and then arrests him for being drunk ass clown and starts a fight because Ned is all about the principle of the matter, but... You know, without the Karen haircut. Technically, best is best best. <laughs> <laughs> so one by one, the 12,000 or so Kelly people get into trouble. They're until, not people. Yeah, well, all right. The You know, until they become an outlaw gang and they're hiding in the bush doing Irish Australian shit. I'm, I'm not actually sure what they're doing because at some point it looks like they're making like a fucking fort. Or some kind of city. Yeah, I don't, isn't that a good still, way to get yeah. found? I thought you got to stay on the move. Stay yeah. on the move, dude. I don't, I don't know what they're doing. That's what Biggie taught me. They stole a bunch of horses. They did steal a bunch of horses. And then they it? painted them and sold them. Well, true, true. That yeah, was you brilliant. I love that. Painted horses. That's how it works. The coppers try to squeeze Ned's mama for some sweet tea on Ned, but she turns them down, and Officer Lonigan, oh yeah, him again, frames her for attempted murder. Suck it, mama. We are the killers. <laughs> We're the Kellys. Nettie contacts his attorney, whom we never see again. I assume it was his attorney. I don't know. What? When was there ever a fucking yeah. attorney? He contacts the guy to go talk to the police constable and offers to trade himself in for Mama. That was just some. Guy, no, that though. was the rich nah. guy they kept stealing bulls from. Well, I've watched Fear and Loathing a bunch of times, so I assume it was his attorney. Not his attorney. Go yeah. on. All right. So they offer a trade, but the constable does not make deals with terrorists or whatever, right? That sounds oddly familiar. Yeah, yeah. yeah. The, the constable goes incognito as guys riding on horses in the woods with guns, which I think is a compelling disguise, personally. Mm. I don't know how you feel. It's a great Halloween costume. Yeah, yeah. And they're spotted by the Kellys. Ned fulfills his Babe Ruth moment after earlier in the movie calling out that if he was going to kill someone, Lonigan was going to be the first one. And surprise, kills Lonigan. Gut shot. Gut shot. Lonigan shoots first, but doesn't you know doesn't make it so it's like it's not but not in the new one oh in the new one he doesn't orlando (laughs) bloom shoots first 
Ned tries to it's capture. It's canon now, bitch. Oh, it is now canon. <laughs> Ned tries to capture the coppers, but there's a firefight. Ned comes out the victor. But this includes what will be, and we'll talk about later, on one of our favorite tracks about Lonigan's Widow. Right? Yes. Ooh, Said it's a killer. Kelly it's a killer. do no wrong. Nope, that's not the song. Yeah, it is. No, it's not. Tell that to Lonigan's widow. That no, you're just singing Lonigan's widow <laughs> to the blame it on the Kellys. Yeah. Okay. We're gonna have to listen to the they're songs the before song. we start. Singing. Yeah, they're all the same <laughs> they're not, song. They're all special. <laughs> the constable puts a big reward on Ned, and so his merry band goes plundering, stealing horses, kidnapping people, robbing banks, and also hijacking funerals, like- and also. <laughs> Kissing old ladies on the mouth. Yeah, yeah, right in front of their husbands. She was into no, it. No, oh, At a funeral. She was real into it. She. W- they weren't at the funeral yet. They were on the way. Wow, they, okay. They were fucking. <laughs> <laughs> yeah. Great punctuation. If only everyone knew. Ned is doing all this, trying to sell his story and building the Republic of Victoria. Separatism, right? Isn't that what this is all about? Did that take off? I don't know. I don't know Australian history. Me either. I don't don't have much of an education. So the constable wants none of it and gets an elite crew of trackers to track them down. But the Kelly group spies the spies and decides to lure the constable into a trap. It's a tarp. It's a tarp. tarp. The the Kelly's plan is to make Iron Man armor, like Dave alluded to earlier, and then remove train tracks so that after the train crashes, they can waste the cops while being invincible. Cop killer! In tests, the armor totally works, and I just though, want you to think really, really fucking carefully about tanking a bunch of bullets in a tin fucking can. Oh, you wouldn't be able to hear anything after the first one rung you. <laughs> we hear the we, ringing in yeah. the movie. It does not sound pleasant no. to be inside of. No. It would be like if you turned a paintball gun all the way up and then put marbles instead of paintballs in. <laughs> that might not kill you, but you'll want to be fucking dead. Right. Actually, at that point, bullets are more humane. <laughs> Well, while drinking at the pub prior to the train wreck, a local Patriot school teacher gains Ned's trust and then warns the cops. Instead of getting ambushed, the 15,000 or so fucking Kellys are jammed into a bar. They get ambushed by the cops and the armor works. But Ned gets shot in a not armored place. I think it was in the arm. Yeah, it looks like his arm was bleeding pretty profusely from the Wow, what a little bitch. Yeah, yeah. So I got second degree burns and finished the next seven hours of my shift. <laughs> I was like, I'm not peeing in a cup. Fuck you. Well, Ned does escape and go tell the reinforcements that get called in that it's a trap and not to go in there. But then, you know, he passes out from like fucking being drunk or blood loss Anemia. or some shit. Yeah, Both. I think it was more of a drunk thing than it was a bleeding. Right. Well, I mean, well, alcohol the blood thinner. So his, you know. Yeah, I've never blacked out because I was on the rag yeah, and but, drunk. But you got, have you ever been shot before? <laughs> Uh, might as well. They don't call it a hatchet wound for nothing. <laughs> Shit. Well, and the worst part about when Ned's passed out is that his brothers fucking decide to just blow their brains out in a oh, mutual suicide. It was so good. Yeah, they stick listen, guns in each other's uh, mouths and count. They're like, okay, on the count of ten. And I was like, are they going to like turn around and draw? And no, they put guns in each other's mouth. And I was like, dude, that's the way to go. If there was a zombie apocalypse, it was gangster. That's how I'm going out. Like, I'm not getting turned into a zombie and the people I love we're all gonna do like a a braided weave gun mouth situation 
But it takes one person to just be like off by a count and fuck right, up everything. Right. Yeah, but you're going to get you scared and instinctually squeeze. So either way, you got to partner getting, up. Yeah, no. I want to do like a cool design. Like were those friendship design girls on Pinterest <laughs> that like make heart signs like with 12 of them on a beach? That's great. Oh, we're going to do that with guns and then, and then the apocalypse. Right, like we get covered up and then some other species discovers it years later and they uncover it and, and there's like, this oh weird God. design of death and they just have no fucking clue why it's there. And then we there. get all of the Insta likes on Alien Insta. <laughs> Check out this Fuck weird yeah. alien ritual thing we found. I'm dead, but I'm trending, so it's cool. Okay, okay, back to Ned Kelly. What? So in the end of Ned's stupor, he gets back up again, puts his Iron Man helmet on, and then walks into this giant platoon of constables and just murders a bunch of them in his Iron Man armor until one sharpshooter shoots him in his fucking legs. And the movie ends with the judge sentencing Ned to death while calling him the 1870s equivalent of trailer trash. And then he's like, I'll see you in hell. And then, well, no. It ends on a shot of Ned Kelly pointing to the ground and saying, I'll see you there. And then it freeze frames. And that's the movie. Here's my favorite part of Ned Kelly. It's that there's no narration. And instead of narration, Mm-mm. we have Shel Silverstein writing songs to be sung by Waylon Jennings that narrates the film as the same folks. I mean, it's technically different folk songs, but it's all the same fucking folk songs. It's all folk songs musical sound alike. exposition. Absolutely. And it's, it's, it's so, so fucking, fucking awesome. It's amazing. It really It's the only reason I actually knew what was going on because <laughs> that was the only time they weren't using using weird slurs that we had to Google. Oh, yeah, we did have to Google a lot of slurs. There's a lot of Googling. The narration as as singing, though, it I mean, it's about Ned Kelly and the specific places that they're at and what's happening. Like, Lonigan, the cop, when he shoots him, we get a song about Lonigan's widow, and it describes the scene essentially as we're watching it happen, but also tells other stuff. And, and they also do these weird things with spacing. So oh my the God. music stops, there's like people talking, it's five minutes later, and then all of a sudden, out of nowhere, Lonigan's widow ain't <laughs> singing no song, <laughs> they tell me Ned Kelly didn't do no wrong. Silence. Just like that, with no music in the background. No, no. Two well. fucking lines, eight minutes later. But tell that to Lonigan's widow. You sound way too good. I'm sorry. Right. You sound way too good. Let killing get, the Waylon Jennings. Let me get Waylon Jennings drunk. <laughs> Honey, I'm so sorry about later. I'm so sorry. I can't believe you were surprised by the, the quality of these great lyrics. This is Shel Silverstein. I forgot that three times. <laughs> I forgot that before the movie again. I forgot that during the movie <laughs> And then I forgot when we came up to record. You know, I read a lot of Shel Silverstein books when I was a kid, and there is definitely a niche that he wrote in. Well, and, niche, you know, I think most cinemites right. have read it's, Shel Silverstein. And it, I always attributed that to, you know, their children's books. Right. You got to write at a certain level, but now I've learned that, no, that's <laughs> just the extent. He's fucked up. Of Shel Silverstein's now, writing ability. Do you remember which poem talked about coyotes chewing off your feet? Oh, or no, it's dingoes. Dingoes. Because we're in dingos. Australia. Yeah, the that gallows. That was a fucking line in the shall- Shadow of the Gallows song. <laughs> Dingoes uh, chewing off your feet and crows pecking out your eyes. As the dingoes chew away my feet and crows pick out my eyes. <laughs> <laughs> oh, 
we hanging in the shadow of the gallows. Casey, when's your album dropping? It already did. Oh. I bought all the copies, set them on fire so no one else can have it. It's now the <laughs> most rare album you all fucking missed out on. Juice, tell me what your favorite song from Ned Kelly was. Oh, my favorite song was when we were blaming everything on the Kellys. Yeah. Much, oh, man. Much okay. like most of the best songs in this, just at random points, we get blame it on the Kellys. Everything we're about to do, we're going to blame on the Kellys mm-hmm. because of this fucking track. Talking about your sister getting drunk and ending up knocked up. Blame, blame it, it on, on the, the Kellys. Kellys. Somebody stole your horse? Blame it on the Kellys! Your house lit on fire? Blame, Blame it, it on the Kellys! Someone fingered your dog. Blame it on the Kellys! Oh, why? Yeah, well, okay. The song does include committing crimes exclusively to Blame It on the Kellys. Yes. Very, very specific right, right. crimes. And I also points out that shit happens and they're miles away, but we're just going to blame it on the Kellys 28 anyway. 28 miles to be specific. That's some good specificity. This I'm is, glad they included that. This is my go-to excuse from here on out. Right, yeah. <laughs> I just yeah. blame it on the Kellys. I'm going to be dropping the deep Kelly's. cuts on everyone, and no one's going to get it. And I'll smile smugly. <laughs> if this is a bad episode, we'll just blame it on the Kellys. Until you actually meet someone with the last name Kelly. <laughs> and then and then we're going to have to Highlander them. Well, oh. we, we get the Kelly chant, too. I mean, that's another song. We get them chanting. Where are the Kellys? We're the Kellys! We're the Kellys! We're the Kellys! Also, just so everyone knows, on <laughs> air, our windows are open yeah. and our neighbors are very fucking confused. Because this studio is we're hot. We're blaming it on the Kellys, but we're also the Kellys. Yeah, it's it's a fucking sweat lodge and I'm starting to trip out. Listen, Mick Jagger has abs on his face. Yes? No? <laughs> <laughs> what? Because he's always like, you know, like grinding his teeth because he's coked out of his gourd. That's what happens when you do too much cocaine. You get abs on your face. And your his mouth is open like half the time, though. Yeah, but his jaw is still flexed. Well, well how does that? How does your mouth open that much and your jaw still flexed? I'm you doing it right now. Have not had enough cocaine in your life. Okay, that's fair. I'm more confused. This man obviously has paper thin skin and nothing <laughs> underneath it. But you cannot convince me there's a human skull that that's draped over. No, it's like when I saw <laughs> Willem. Don't line up. When I saw Willem Dafoe young, I was like, no, no, that's a wax yeah, that's thing what... moving and I don't like it. I don't like it. Stop. <laughs> he looks so much better. Right. There, older. There are hinges and pistons underneath there, <laughs> right. not bone. That's a bad homunculus. I'm not buying it. <laughs> I'm running. Mick Jagger's mouth is open for about 88% of the movie. <laughs> and for the entire film, between, I think, his front tooth, there's a giant piece of, I don't know what the fuck, if it's broccoli, if it's steak, or if it's a piece of broccoli that decayed over months of shooting. <laughs> oh, because it looks greener towards the middle of the movie. So I think they shot that part first. There's something <laughs> huge in his fucking teeth and I want to floss it out and it's awful. Casey, I'm glad you paid close enough attention to the coloring so that you could figure out what order the film was shot in. Yeah, I got it. I'm not happy that you did that. (laughs) I couldn't stop staring into the gaping maw that was his fucking mouth. I mean, his face was on screen more often than not. Agreed. He's the main character. He's Ned Kelly. Right, but and you're just kind of drawn to that one gaping hole on his mouth that is bigger than all the other ones. They had a giant brawl 
And they decide and started running and they decided to cut in super close to running people's faces. That doesn't even make mm-hmm. any fucking sense. They bought like they were out of out of screen half of the time. Was that the brawl in the beginning of the movie? Yes. Yeah. yeah. When, yeah. They're when they're like, like, all right, you got your horses on my land and I got my horses on your land. We're pissed off about it. Let's give good Irish boxing. Yeah, yeah, yeah. And then, oh, well, apparently they have a multitude of ways of settling disputes because they also did a, a long hop jump. Stick. Was it a long jump? Yeah, it was a long yeah. jump. It was a double jump competition. Regardless, we really thought that we were going to get like a duel here. Like they were setting up, they were betting, like we're going to get a fucking smackdown, you know, 1865's version of WWE over here. And then they do a fucking long jump competition. It was certainly a strange way of, to go about settling disputes. I don't know. I, I didn't. Was that a normal practice? Honestly, that is how I'd like to see white collar law handled. Okay, because okay. it's all like you know what I'm saying. Like money buys a verdict anyway. Okay, fuck that. Get in a, a double hopscotch long jump. Yeah, yeah. With your little fucking suit on, and whoever can go the farthest wins the lawsuit. Time out. Yep. I think we but should also, also have like an Irish boxing event too. Okay, like maybe you like flip four if you're gonna do boxing or long jumping because that was another good way. Because Irish boxing is the dumbest boxing, and it looks awful and terrible and not make sense. Well, it's or, bare knuckle for one. So, okay. Right? Which And if you fucking punch someone in the head with your bare knuckles, that shit's going to hurt. You better get them right in the jaw or, yeah, you Yeah, but you instead of, like, dumping water on them when they go to the corner, they dump whiskey in their mouth. So well, you don't feel I mean, as useful. much. You don't feel as much when That's you're... True. Well, so yeah. what I was thinking is the you know the whole system can be you, you can choose are you going to do a long jump competition are you going to have a brawl off are you going to have a drinking sing off where you sing and you drink and the first one to pass out from you know I was going to say the first oh, one to man. fuck their sister wait oh <laughs> you know, like with oh. the mama singing and then everybody got like super Fucking calm and horny and Ned s- Kelly just won that Ned, shit right listen, off the bat what about when, people that don't have sisters. There aren't any. They're Irish. There's at least <laughs> 38 <laughs> to a family. Right. There's 12,000 per family. Gotcha. Like, okay. I don't blame Ned because, I mean, the only people within like 40 miles around are all his family. Yeah. You know what I'm saying? And apparently the most interesting thing to do is dance around to banjo music all day. So It was a fiddle and a flute. And sing. And sing. We Everyone got a lot played of an instrument. I wrote down everyone is related and fucking. Uh, wait, why both? Great fucking. Because why they both? don't know. Ask Australia. <laughs> because every time they see anyone outside of their family, they commit a crime. They Irish oh, box their way out of it. So it's like the Australian version of Romeo and Juliet. The, the two kind sides, of, but the, instead of both families, it's just family. one family. Except they're all Capulets and they suck. And they fucking. <laughs> <laughs> Straight up. Not only was Ned Kelly most likely fucking his sister, he was not discriminatory with the ladies. Oh, no. He saw this old bitty checking him out when he was uh, holding up her family. She also had 9,000 fucking kids and an 800-year-old husband. As you do. She was only 700. She was holding them up on their way to the funeral. Yes. They were going to a funeral. And he's like, yeah, we're doing like a robbery and we're going to buy you a little car and you're going to drive us with your horses, your whole family to the funeral and we're going to stick them up further. And she's like, okay, yeah, that's fine. And the husband's all like, we're not going to take this. She's like, oh, we're going to take this lying down for sure. Lying <laughs> maybe light down. A or maybe, you know, maybe bent over maybe a, a chair. I don't know. 
So they all load up in the car, and Ned Kelly sees her like staring a new hole in, in into his ass. Or, I mean, the horse car, the carriage. <laughs> He's loading up the car. carriage, and like she is staring him <laughs> a fucking third hole, and he's like. Oh, yeah, mighty nice brood, 800 children you got there. All very well behaved, good at getting stuck up. And she's like, yeah, I do a lot of things well. Kind of like, uh, what was her name in Fifty Shades of Whispering All My Lines? Oh. Dakota Johnson. I almost said Fanning, and I stopped myself. Where's my fucking gold star? She was so thirsty that a pickup line about porridge with salt worked. Oh, yeah. She's like, Ned, got a question. He's like, yeah, what is it? Why does a young man like you have a beard? Well, He's my like, mama, had, mama always said, kissing a man without a beard is like eating porridge without salt. And you wouldn't eat porridge without salt, would you, Mrs. Horny Face? And she's like, <laughs> no. <laughs> and then he excuses himself from yeah, her husband is sitting next to her. As the husband's driving the horse car, he's like, <laughs> I beg your pardon, sir. And then it's just like, <laughs> turns all, around and tongues his wife. Oh right my God. Yeah. I mean, and he doesn't really years. even seem to protest. Listen, if, he makes you're a a, if you're in a stick up and, you know, you're catching a vibe, shoot your shot. <laughs> shoot your shot. <laughs> Not if you're the person with the gun, but don't shoot that shot. Um, but, but if you're the per- if you're the bystander next like, to the guy with the gun. Like, I know all the ladies yes, like if- hot felon. Like if, if you're he's... ever in a hostage situation, but you're vibing with the guy with the gun, <laughs> <laughs> you should definitely listen to Casey. My heart's so sad. <laughs> also, are you supposed to eat porridge with salt? I don't know. Maybe just don't eat porridge. It sucks. <laughs> I heard they serve it on trains. No. <laughs> I wouldn't know. I've never even seen a train. <laughs> I have $100 bills in my glasses right now. My favorite part of the movie was when there's a knock on the door at the constable's house and like, who is it? And they're like, it's Anton Vic and I've lost my way home again. If someone could please help me and come outside. And they open and like, oh, it's the crazy German guy down the street. You know, he's... That is what they say. I don't know that he sounded like that. Yeah, it was a really bad German accent. <laughs> um, he's, he's hiding you nailed from... It crimes he's gonna commit in like 60 years they open the door anton vick has a gun blows the dude in the gut kills him instantly and then just pieces out and everyone's like holy shit well i mean you've heard of the irish goodbye right that's just the german (laughs) hello i said that's the german ding dong ditch which is why i was hesitant to ever visit there just in case ding dong ditch is real serious there (laughs) everything in germany is very serious You have no fun in Germany. Listen, (laughs) if watching Ned Kelly has taught me anything, is that I barely have a grasp on the English language. And I mean the English as in how the English are interpreting Irish that has been bastardized by Australian. Okay, what was our favorite new slur that we learned? Orange men? Yeah, orange men. Yeah. Nope, stiff neck unicorns. Stiff neck, oh, okay. Yeah. All right. You call me that in a club and I will fucking put hands on you. <laughs> What's a stiff neck unicorn, I don't Casey? know. But you gotta I'm define not, it. I'm not Googling it on my phone. You gotta I'm not getting it. on a government list. <laughs> okay, Fuck you. but what if I order you a stiff necked unicorn in a club? Yeah. 
Or is that what? like an Irish car bomb? Is that really offensive? Oh. I've never oh. Oh. not order a stiff necked unicorn in. I mean, um, I assume it's probably a drink. like a sports bar. <laughs> I feel like I mean, if you walk yeah, up into the, the bartender and say I'd like a stiff neck unicorn and he immediately starts making something, you should yeah. probably leave. <laughs> that means you should not. <laughs> I think there's a lot of English around the world, though. There's a lot of different yeah, English. Yeah, but ours makes sense. <laughs> so I would postulate if you're going to watch Ned Kelly, which I recommend you do, definitely watch it with the captions because that mm. helped us out a lot. Didn't help me. I could at least understand some of the slurs they were using. I mean, some of them. By understand, I mean like. So I could spell them to Google them. <laughs> they didn't. It was kind of like watching Grand Torino, where it's like I know that's offensive, but I don't know why. <laughs> I don't know what. I don't ever want to say it, but like I feel like it's important to yeah. know what it's referencing. Dave, let me see your phone. I need to <laughs> check my voicemail really fast. My phone's dead. Definitely not googling. Things. Definitely not googling things. You are going to have to explain later. Of the strange, incomprehensible language, I really loved Orange Men. What was what was Orange Man, Dave? Uh, Protestant Irish. Protestant Irish. I, I, I don't. I didn't really get that. He Mick Jagger said some line about how he was glad that at least he wasn't an Orange Man. Yeah, that he said the stiff-necked unicorns were almost as bad as the Orange Men. Okay. Oh, all right. They and were then comparing. He meant yeah, we got we got That's two right. strange slurs in one. I just couldn't understand a lot of the language. I felt like, yeah, I know those words. I understand I. It's like if I were to go to France, I could probably understand when someone's talking about me, but that's about it. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, they were using all English words. Definitely Just needed the captions wrong. to know which of them they were. I think Mick Jagger didn't exactly have the greatest of Irish accents. Mick Jagger couldn't close his fucking lips. He so... doesn't have an accent. It's yeah. just a mouth. No. I couldn't tell if he was trying to do an accent or just kind of slurring through every line. <laughs> yes, Dave. The answer is yes. <laughs> Listen, I know Mick Jagger is supposed to be a sex symbol, I'm told. Okay. But... One of the YMCA henchmen oh, that, that he was friends with was stole the show. He was he was the dark haired guy with the thin mustache that uh, suicide ritual suicided at oh, the yeah. end. When they yeah. were in the he camp. Was this, one of the Kellys. Oh my god, when they were building a fire in the camp, like Ned Kelly's breaking up with his wife, which He's... I can see why, because the guy behind him mm -hmm. chopping wood was shirtless but had this little leather vest on and they had the anime pants where they're like straight and then they have a keyhole like that almost shows you their pubes and then goes back <laughs> up and this guy literally had a fucking anime torso like he had 37 abs he was triangle shaped his arm first they saw his arms and then everything else opened up and I was wood. just like oh I had wood and he could chop it yeah, down. Yeah, yeah. yeah, no, you pointed him out and I was really upset that he was on the back set of the scene. You, I mean, you got a couple of good shots here and there, but it was yeah. just like him walking by or crossing. Like, give me a good salad. I don't, you didn't even have to fucking talk or say anything. Just no. continue chopping the wood, good sir. I would prefer you don't talk about Lonigan's widow right now, <laughs> but it'll, I'll still get there if you do. You know, you know what? what because saying? of that body, I bet fucking Ned would do something wrong. 
While YMCA Daddy was a superhero in our hearts, the true superhero of this movie was white trash Australian Iron Man. <laughs> Dave, you were so fucking excited about this. Please tell me more. I was excited okay. too, though, to be fair. Right? Dave was the one that was like, wait, is this drunk drunk Irish Iron Man? I'm like, what the yeah. fuck are you talking about? I watched the 2003 movie, but I fell asleep like in eight minutes. I didn't even know there was a new movie, but I was familiar with the story of Ned mm. Kelly. Specifically- How? We went to the same school i didn't get that <laughs> it just came after school oh okay just but i read on probably wikipedia about this guy who built iron man armor essentially like the shitty ones in a cave and then robbed banks and burned mortgages so that people didn't care about it that was hella cool yeah, so thank and I you was yeah. really excited for that story and then we got mostly just mick jagger's beard and like two minutes of iron man you first learned about him from a cracked article Probably, yeah. That yeah. sounds correct. God, you're such fucking trash. You're trash. Uh, because you sent it to me. And you read it, so you're fucking yeah, trash, yeah. too. Yeah, yeah. That all checks out. Right. God almighty. <laughs> Juice, I know that you would definitely put on a bad bender cosplay, go on a bender, and get shot by cops. <laughs> but what I need to know more than anything in the world is Ned Kelly. Would you watch it again? Fucking A right, I'll watch this movie yeah. again. You really? Yes, I am a sucker for old school westerns, and this totally had that motif, but set in a whole different story than what you're used to it's for really a typical Eastern, western. It's Eastern, though. So I, I didn't like looking at Mick Jagger's head, honestly. <laughs> yeah, the music... has, he has more abs on his face than I do in my abs, <laughs> so that's upsetting. The music itself, though not particularly good, was used beautifully, and it just kept me on my toes throughout the entire movie. Yeah, it was like being blindfolded and not knowing when the stranger who's in your house is going to poke <laughs> you with a dull knife. So, yes, Casey, thank you so much for bringing this movie. I'm going to sit down and watch Ned Kelly again. Don't thank me. You thank Rachel Prime. She's the one that I just accidentally bought it on Amazon Prime. <gasps> Amazon Prime, Rachel Prime, Conspiracy? Oh. Did it, we just gave Rachel Prime two ninety nine. Follow twice. the money, and She's it'll tell money. you. Rachel, give us our money back. Sorry, <laughs> Juice. Go on. You're good. So yes, thank you, Rachel. Bigger question though, Jay, Ned Kelly from nineteen seventies. Would you watch it again? I have really sort of grown distasteful on westerns as I've gotten older. They're just something that I don't enjoy. They're boring. As much. Yeah, they're okay. They're, they're boring. And I really don't like musicals or uh, folk music a whole lot. And this is just one long folk song. Yeah. And it, a lot of it's just cut over these empty scenes. There is some really fun banditry, though, that, oh, man, I wish there was more of the banditry where they run around and have a blast. However, I... Had a just absolute blast watching this movie. It was fucking hilarious. I am definitely going to watch this again because it was so much fun that even though I don't like definitely. any of that stuff, I want to watch it again. Awesome. Dave, would you watch it again? I mean, I have to agree that I don't like any of the component pieces that go into this. Yeah. Mick Jagger's fine in his lane and this sure as shit is not it. <laughs> <No>. <laughs> the soundtrack's fun to dunk on but I do not enjoy being stalked by a soundtrack <laughs> which is what happens We, I, I never know when a song's done in this movie because 10 minutes later it's going to pop back up again it was fun to watch in a group setting but the movie itself is fucking boring and going nowhere for the majority of its runtime. 
So I had fun with it, but no, I am not watching 1970s Ned Kelly Ooh. again. I am going to go forward blaming everything on the Kelly. Shame, so. shame so that's, to that's their that's name. It going forward. Uh, Casey, all the way around, it's up to you now. Ned Kelly, would you watch it again? <sighs> I really did hate some shit about this movie. <laughs> Number one, they found a white bull and were really mean to it. They were like pulling its tail and just kind of generally being not cool to it. I think they painted kids, it white. Kids carried <laughs> chickens around by the throats. Mick Jagger had a pronounced pussy in a lot of shots. <laughs> I don't know what was going on with those pants, he but he had a, have a hell of a camel. He toe. had a fucking camel toe the whole time. And the way all the cops wore their hats with the strap under their nose or sometimes in their mouth while they oh, were talking. Oh, man, I forgot about that. You two Everyone, went nuts about that. It was disgusting. All of you are filthy. You guys, like, poop and wipe with your hands. Everybody's always covered in blood and baby Wait, spit. Wait, they poop with their hands? Yeah. And then, like, <laughs> you're in the middle of a typhoid epidemic. Fucking don't put anything in your mouth, even if it's food. Don't put it in your mouth. So it's you're supposed to starve. No. You just look at it. You put it up your butt and you wait two hours and it'll digest that way. Gotcha. <laughs> well, then, well, I mean, I thought you could put something in the front for it to make the middle, right? Though. You can't because it's Australia. They're upside down. <laughs> you can't. And everything's poisonous. It would look like a potato, but it's really a jellyfish. It'll look like a cockatiel that lives in your house, but it's, oh, surprise, a kangaroo the whole time, and it just killed your whole family. So that aside, yes, I would All watch right. Ned Kelly again. The fucking soundtrack was so good. It was so It was just familiar enough for you to keep up and make up your own lyrics, but just different enough to make you read the subtitles and say, did he really reference dingoes chewing off your feet? <laughs> yeah, I yeah. let my kids read your books, you sick fuck. <laughs> Shel Silverstein, fight me. So yes, Rachel, fantastic suggestion. Yeah, Rachel. I we all appreciate you, even that shithead. This Dave. is why we love our uh, we love our suggestions. So Rachel, thank you so much. Definitely keep the suggestions coming, guys. And our verdict is in. We are three out of four are gonna sit down and watch this amazing movie again. And guess what? Surprise! Dave's the odd man out again. Yeah, this seems to be getting old, Dave. You I'm need not to afraid to speak out. Oh, again. shut up! Okay, Glenn Beck, <laughs> calm the fuck down. You're off the podcast. Dave, what's going on next week? I'm being censored, apparently. Yeah, yes. well, That's you know. Next week, we are doing another listener suggestion. Uh, it's going to be Pitch Perfect 3, which I don't know if it has a subtitle, but it's the one with DJ Khaled. In Pitch it. Perfect 3, Democracy Dies in Darkness. <laughs> <laughs> I hope so. The re Khaled. No, the rise of Khaled. The rise of Khaled. That's rise, what you were going for. Pitch earlier. Perfect Three. The rise of Khaled. It's just Pitch Perfect Three. Yeah, it's the rise of Pitch Khaled. Perfect Three. Another the rise one. of Khaled. <laughs> Guys, thank you so much for listening. If you like this podcast, please give us a good review and visit the Facebook at sh.ttycinema, Twitter at Bad Movies Bad People, and that's PPL is in people, or listen on Spotify, Stitcher, or Google Play. Also. As promised, we do have our first Patreon subscriber. Oh, I oh. swore in the $10 tier I would write a song about you and sing it at the end of the podcast. So, Juice, if you could give me a Waylon Jennings folk beat, I'd be much obliged. <clears throat> Ooh. 
We got our first Patreon fucking subscriber. Her name is Jessica. You've never seen an ass tighter. She gave us money every week. And she knows we waste it. I bought the wrong fucking movie. And you're gonna taste it. That's my regret. And maybe my spit in your food. Don't make it weird for me. I've been vaccinated and you too. And I love your boobs and I love your face. And I'm kissing it if I could. But you're 23 miles away and I've got fucking <laughs> so thank you for your dollar bills I really appreciate it And if you listen on Google Listen to this podcast and rate it And if you don't I'll take your dog and treat him real fucking right And I'll comb your hair And whisper in your ear I love you just good night <laughs>